live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Indeed, a warm welcome in this segment, Zaka in Focus, and we have our esteemed guests, that is Maulana Hasim Qasim, Sanza First National Deputy Chairperson, as well as Ferris Mohammed, also a National Chairperson as well. Um, to both Maulana and First Sister Ferris, as long as to you, and a warm welcome. How are you, Aisha? Alhamdulillah, shukran, Maulana, and yourself? Alhamdulillah, your du'as, alhamdulillah. I mean, Sister Ferris, you're with us, as long as come to you. Well, we will get her in just a few and ask her to recap as well. But to yourself, Maulana, I hope you're in the best of health. And I know that you're always busy within community as well. So can you give us an update on Sansa's Western Cape's response to the COVID-19 to date? To date, alhamdulillah, we have spent over 4,000 passes distributed. We are working and yap- we are yapping the government also to distribute the passes even to non-Muslims. We are running so many feeding schemes. Uh, we are actually very, very proud of the community, of the Muslim community of, of, of Cape Town, and even our non-Muslim community of Cape Town that yap and support us and distribute with and contribute towards the program. There's non-Muslim companies are coming here to say, hey, we, want, we want to give 100 parcels. Yeah, there was one last week, a, a farmer came from uh, for Lewis Door, and they came with a truck of apples just to give to the poor. And Alhamdulillah, uh, the community really supported us to or used us to, to to see to the food parcels in food for for for, for our citizens of South Africa and of the Cape Town regional area. Up to George, we are running with our feeding scheme and our parcels. Indeed. Now, now, when you're speaking about up until George, and you, you have many offices and I think satellite offices as well um, in and around the Western Cape, um, on the West Coast as well. So it's important for people in need to register with the local sense of um, offices. Because most of our offices are in lockdown in the areas. Okay. So we're only working from Bridgetown Masjid. Uh, and then the people, because we, we don't want people to come and give uh, a, a, a computer food pass at the office, we rather want them to drop into their houses, make sure we use the imamat councils, every imam in each area, every church leader in each area to help us drop the parcels and to, or take the food to the community. That is our, our, our aim now. And if we can really have the, the, that part where everybody... If we have anything, bring it to the Bishan um, office or just phone our office uh, 021-638-5108 or, or, or zero. Indeed. Uh, and we will pick it up for you, inshallah. Malana, we know we always say sanitize, wash your hands, and, and, and I think there's another one that goes with that now, and that is um, to moisturize the, the skin as well, especially the hands. But when looking at those people dropping off the things, are those items being sanitized? Is it um, non perishable items that people are dropping off with you? They are bringing mostly non perishable items. We make sure whatever comes in here. Uh, uh, are clean, not washed, but we, we have our sanitizers yes. to make sure that we make it, make it clean before we take it to the recipient. 
We're not asking any closing because we're scared about anything which become be able to clean it up firstly. We make sure that we only give it, we take a non-perishable stuff. Alhamdulillah, other companies has brought perishable stuff, uh, which we use for, for for the feeding schemes. But it's always Alhamdulillah. I can tell you this at the Aisha, uh, and we should be proud of our community, that people brought the best. There was nothing that the people brought which is almost out uh, and they expired date. There was nothing that people brought and it was not good enough for myself to eat. So I think that is the part that we should say to the community and to the Ummah and at large. Jazakumullah khair, ahsan al-jaza. May Allah reward you for the, the, the best reward of what we are doing. Mm-hmm. What they can tell you at the Aisha, the eye of the Quran, Allah says, Kulli'amalu. Just do what you must do. Do your part. Fasayar Allahu amalakum. Allah will see your reward. Allah will see your deed. Wal Rasulu. In Rasulullah will see what you have done. Wal Mu'minun. And the real person that wants to see the truth will see the good that you are doing. When the day you go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَيُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ And Allah will show you and inform you of the reward of this act that you are doing. You do your part, Allah will see to the rest. We do our part, Allah will see to the rest. But do your part. I think they can make an impact in mm-hmm. everything. Indeed. Well, there's one uh, message that came through that says um, to give his number to you. Um, he has a transport business and would love to help with the transporting of goods for you as well. You can just come to the office in Bridgetown. It's always again at the Aisha. This is the Ummah. We have the Iman in the heart, you know. People come with transport. Yeah, okay, I can only work for one day. So go drop me this one day. I can do it for, for a week. The brother can come to this office and just come here and yap us to distribute things to the community or to the, to the houses, inshallah. Inshallah. Malana, do stay online. We have Sister Fairus Mohammed online as well. Fairus, Assalamu and a warm welcome. You are so welcome. Ferris, could you perhaps um, give us an update on Sansov's national response to COVID-19 and what the rest of the country is doing currently? Uh, like Marona mentioned, Alhamdulillah, um, we've had an extremely uh, positive response from all those um, out there, individuals, families, small businesses and corporates. And we've also partnered with um, the Western Cape uh, Department um, of Social Development, as well as the Gauteng um, Department of Social Development. So, Alhamdulillah, we've, our team is working tirelessly throughout the country to deliver thousands of packed essential goods and hygiene items, like Molina just said, um, and also feeding the destitute at shelters, at various shelters each day. And as the extension of the lockdown, more households will become dependent on relief to their basic needs. So the need is massive, and we cannot do what we do without the support and assistance um, of the community. And alhamdulillah, in Western Cape, we've partnered with the Sabri and Ashrafi community um, organization, Wembley Group, the LA Group, um, and in Durban, the Jamatul Ulama KZN and the Natal Memon Jamaat. Um, and like I said, in Gauteng, it's um, another non-profit operation, SA, as well as the Gauteng Department of Social Development. So the, the community can support us in various ways. One is by sponsoring our essential food bag um, 
uh, campaign that we're having, uh, 300 rand per bag. So that is one way our community can support the initiatives, our COVID-19 initiatives that we're currently having. And alhamdulillah, we've distributed over 22,000 food hampers, thousands of blankets and hundreds of mattresses um, and the necessary hygiene packs to those in need, um, as well as feeding um, numerous uh, shelters. So alhamdulillah, um, our, our team is working very hard. Molina is on the ground, so he knows exactly what's happening in Western Cape. So uh, we appeal to the community to, to please uh, do their part, act to make an impact um, and, and contribute to our initiatives, inshallah. Indeed. Speaking about impact, how did the weather impact over the past weekend with regards to deliveries and also the fact that, you know, we know that it was a lot of rain that fell the past weekend. Molana, was there any extra work that needed to be done from your side as well? Okay. The rain, you know, when you do good, and when your intention is firm, your niya is rich. You know, it's a sadaq al-azmu wadda hasabil. Say Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When your niya is firm, Allah made the way easy. People came with, with closed trucks, so we could, could drop the stuff, even in the rain. And the next day, in the daytime, Allah took the rain away. Only raining at night, and not raining in the day. Maybe because Allah knows our, our iman is not so good. And we try to at least do everything in one day. So far, it wasn't that much of a hindrance uh, when it was raining. Alhamdulillah. Malana, what is it that zakat payers need to um, consider when paying the zakat to various organizations or the masajid? You know, uh, we, we must be very careful of how we spend, how we uh, give our zakat. Your sadaqa and khayrat and lilla, no, no problem. Your zakat should go to the Recipients which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained in Surah Tawbah, verse 60, which says, the There's eight categories how you spend your zakah. So when you spend your zakah, to give your zakah to, make sure it does reach the poor person. Otherwise, your zakah is not paid, even if you make the person the wakil. You be careful. We at times give to a masjid and we give to this one, and it can't be used for the mosque electricity, and it can't be used for the mosque water account, and it can't be used to clean the masjid. It must be used in those categories which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran. Also make sure, why did Allah put sadaqatul al-fuqara wal masakin first in the ayah? Those who are in need and those who are destitute. Because they are the priority. And now with this virus and our situation, those become more a priority to be seen to before anything else. Not even the death come after that. Even those who are freeing a slave, you know, it comes after that. Sadaqat al-fuqara wal-masakin. Those who have, but not enough. And those who have nothing. I mean, nowadays people don't have income. People do get the Sasa grant, but it's not enough to cover for in this time. So it's important. Even Ami Lunaraya, those who administrate, they come third in line. So it means Allah subhanahu wa in his infinite mercy and in his wisdom, didn't, we didn't know that COVID-19 is going to come. But the ayah already was there 1,500 years ago putting in, 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 uh, in, 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 uh, in, in important order who should get first, who should, who should be the priority first for zakah. 
So nowadays, the, our zakah should first go to the poor and the needy. Those who have, but not enough. And those who have nothing for them, zakah should go f- first. Even the amilun have to wait in the line for the zakah. In this situation, uh, when we are in, in 2020, in April the 30th, that is the most important recipient today. Yeah. I'm coming to Sister Fajr's Mohammed. Who can receive zakah and can it be given to family members as well? Okay, Aisha, that's a very good question. And it's, some, it's a question we always tend to, tend to get because obviously um, uh, charity begins at home and you always want to see to your family members first. However, I think the, the simplest and easiest way to explain this is if you look at in terms of your ascendance. So if you look at your, those who family who cannot receive, um, so if you look at your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, and if you look at your descendants like your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, although your wife is not part of your lineage, those are the individuals who cannot receive of your zakah because they are technically your responsibility. It is your duty to take care of your parents and your children. So therefore, you are not allowed to give your zakat to them. However, if you're looking at your lineage in terms of sideways, like your aunts, your uncles, or your brother, or sister, or cousins, or nephews, or nieces, they are allowed to receive your zakat. However, the condition is that they must be eligible to receive zakat. So the only way you can give to your family is to actually test and make sure that they are eligible to receive zakah, then by all means, um, charity begins at home and it's best that you start with your family first, that they are allowed to receive your zakah. On that note, we need to go for ads. We'll be back right after this. Uh, to our listeners, do stay tuned. We have focus, or Zakah in focus, rather stay tuned. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Welcome, still focusing on uh, Zakai in Focus with our special guest, that is Malana Simkasim, as well as Fedus Mohammed. And um, we have some uh, more questions coming your way, both uh, to Malana and Fedus. The one Malana Fedus mentioned, who can receive Zakai? But I think the question then is who cannot receive Zakai? And I think you've touched earlier on a, a few of them when you said the masjid cannot get it. Um, and I think, you know, when we speak about people as well, I think just a bit of clarity on that as well. Inshallah, for those who, can, who can't get, first of all, are those who are sufficient or self-sufficient, right? Number two, those who claim to be the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thirdly, are those who are fighting against Islam, you know? And, and the last one is, is the one that we, that we are uh, a building or a, a, a uh, person or a building, you can't use a car to. The car must go to human beings and they must take some leak. They must take ownership of that uh, money, of that car money. Alhamdulillah. So, Sister Ferris, when is a car payable on one's wealth? Shukran uh, Aisha. Okay, so generally there's around about four conditions before the car becomes due on, on an individual's wealth. 
Um, and if you look at these four conditions, um, they are the one is Nisab, which is the minimum surplus bulk one needs to have. Um, you need to have it for a period of one Islamic calendar year, which is the whole, which is the second condition. The third condition is that you need to take tamlik. Like Molina has mentioned, um, one of the conditions is that the ownership of that wealth needs to transfer to the recipient. So that's the fourth condition. Sorry, sorry the, the third condition. The fourth condition is that the, needs to ha- the, the, the wealth that you have needs to grow or have potential to grow. And then the very last element that, we, that you need to consider, um, which we don't really say it's a condition, but it's very important, is that the intention of when acquiring the wealth needs to be determined at the time that, you, that you're actually acquiring it. Because that will determine whether the, the, the wealth actually forms part of your zakatable wealth or not. And we will go through those wealth that are zakatable and those who are not later on. But just to bear in mind that those four conditions need to be met. So when we're talking about specifically in terms of Nisab, which was the very first condition, but before I get to that, let me just say that all these conditions must be present before you actually move on to determine the calculation of your wealth. So let's say, for example, you meet the, the Nisab condition, which is the first condition, but you haven't held it for 12 Islamic calendar uh, cycle, which means that you don't need to continue because you haven't met the second condition. So all four of them has to be present. So if we, if we just go into a bit detail or just a better understanding, Nishab is that minimum surplus net wealth of um, wealth that you need to possess um, at a point in time. So it's an accumulation of certain assets. It's not just cash. Uh, because we find that a lot of uh, businesses think that because they, they just have cash, um, and, and it's maybe just calculated on cash, but it's not that. It's an accumulation of whether it is cash or unit trust or uh, retirement annuity or stock or debtors. So just remember that you need to have the minimum surplus wealth on hand. And at today, that minimum surplus wealth is around 6,400 land. So if you have that minimum surplus wealth, you may be paying the car on that wealth, which means you need to go to the second condition to find out whether that uh, wealth mm-hmm. may be due on, whether the car would be due on that wealth. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it, when you look at the condition of whole, which is the period how long you need to hold that wealth, you've got to make sure that you have it at the beginning of your year as well as the end of that year. And when I say your year, every person's or cycle is different because they need to determine when they've actually had their surplus wealth for the very first time. So if I'm, for example, doing my calculation and last year, on the, let's say on the 20th of Shaban, let's just say last year on the 20th of Shaban, I had Nisab and the Nisab then was 6,400 rand. This year, on the 20th of Shaban, I now need to go and check whether I still have Nisab. And the way you can check, you can either check on Tanzan's website or there's an app called MyZakaZA, app that you can download. Or you can look at any um, financial institution. They generally have all the Nisab valuation um, dates, um, uh, values as well. Then you've got to check whether you have the Nisab on that day. If you do have the Nisab as well, which means you must have had it in the beginning of last year, um, of your year, 
And at the end, if you say your answer is yes, then you move on to the next condition. And the next condition is, do you own this wealth? And the way we do the ownership test is basically, can you give it away? Can you sell it? Can you just charge it freely? Um, and we generally ask, we generally get this question from women um, in that, well, I've received uh, jewelry uh, when I got married. Does that belong to me or not? And we usually tell them, well, um, and they usually only tend to find this out when it's unfortunately at the time of divorce, when, when the, the family then says, well, no, sorry, that's actually a family heirloom. So technically, it actually doesn't belong to the, to the, to the wife. It was just borrowed to her while she was being married to, to, the, to the, her partner, to her husband. So you need to make sure that you actually own the wealth. The wealth doesn't need, physically need to be in your possession. Because if you look at, for example, your money in your bank, you don't physically have it um, with you. But it's in the bank, but you still own that wealth. Mm. So that too, for example, would be your wealth. Okay. There's just one question that I would love to ask you. And, um, you know, people are always looking for reward and the abundance of reward, and especially to Molana, I, I suppose, uh, you know, the question is to you. Um, um, Sister Ferris, I just mentioned the whole, you know, the 12 Islamic months, and then people often say that, no, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the month of Ramadan. So um, what should they be doing, you know, once that 12 months is due and they still have that nisab? If you still have the result the time in the zakai and my, and my zakai is due, you can pay it any time. You can pay zakai up front even. Okay. Unlike salah, you can't make a pre-time salah. But zakai, you can make it a before time also. Keep yourself safe. Although Allah, if you don't do it, Allah won't punish you. But if you do it beforehand... Nothing wrong. As long as you have to start your zakah, whether it be for this year, for next year, and for the following year, especially when our iman is so high and the need is so big, you will be able to say, now I'm going to give more of my zakah and also uh, of my extra. The Quran says, whoever gives more, better for him. Like well, we have all our sins. We have done so much of sins. And we want Allah to forgive us for all these sins. It's time that we say, okay, let me rather give more than giving less in, in a time of need or in a time of my duty. Because the Aisha is a guy so important to give, right? It's a follow and it is one of the arkan. Mm. But it's also important to have, you know, our sadaqat and khairat in this time of need. Because at the end of the day, you know, sadaqa is like going beyond the call of duty. Going where people... There's no, nobody forced you to pay, yet you feel, I'd rather pay it. And therefore, the hadith says, a sadaqa to tudafa'ul bala, sadaqa removes this calamity. So we, we should be smart in our ibadah as well. Malana, there's a question that came before we need to sign off here that says, um, I was under the impression that you can pay zakah off. You can pay zakah off, yes. You, nobody says you can't pay zakah off. You can pay it off monthly. For the year it is passed, you can pay off even for the year which is coming also. The idea is if your zakat due is 2,400, right? And you think yourself, okay, fine, I, 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 because the time 2,400 to give up at one time is, is difficult, so I'll pay 200 in a month. 
Okay. Then this one is asking, can the wife give zakah on behalf of the husband if he has no income? MashaAllah, it's a good friend, right? So good. No, but no, normally the wife will only take money, you know, but if she wants to give zakah, the husband is, doesn't have uh, money, so he doesn't have the nisab, so he don't need to pay zakah. But you can give zakah on his behalf. But she can give her zakat to him also, you know. Because according to Shafi, uh, you can't give, you can give your zakat to your, to your husband because it's not your responsibility. But why do you want to give him zakat? Give him from your wealth and your sadaqah and your khairat and your goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, just give him out of love, man. Okay. Mara, this one says, I've been retrenched last year. I've received a pension payout um, at the time. I've placed it in a Sharia preservation fund, and I'm not yet of pensionable age. Do I have to pay zakah on it? Yes, if that money is in the zakah, is there, it, it was a pension or a provident fund. After a year, the money was not in your hands. You yes. use the malik, you're the owner of the money now. It's no more in a, in, a, in a pension fund or in a provident fund. After a year, you have to pay zakah every year on the balance of that money. Inshallah. And I think then finally to share the um, banking details of Sanzev, that is what our listeners are waiting for, Molina. Yes. We are a standard bank. Vanguard. Um, just get it. I have it now by my hand now. We are a standard bank at Vanguard branch. And the branch code is 02. Five nine zero nine zero two five nine zero nine. And your zakah account with the zakah is zero seven two seven nine two one nine one. I'll repeat it again zero seven two seven nine two one nine one. It is your zakah account. Your non zakah account will be Zero seven two seven nine two two zero five zero seven two seven nine two two zero five. Please put your reference as Zaka or Sadaka or, or Edmund or Lilla. Well, now just, just with regards yeah. to the Sadak, as you've mentioned earlier on, the farmer and other non-Muslim people, you know, coming to Sanzav to donate also. So this is the same donation um, account number that non-Muslim listeners can also use to donate. Yes, the, the same, same account, the Sadaka account, to any Muslim, non-Muslim. Uh, I can tell you one thing. The, the, a person saw the news of Sanzav work, a non-Muslim company, and in the next day, he transferred money into Sanzev's account just because he felt it's important for him to do his part and make an impact to the condition of our community. Now we'll guide him, inshallah. Molana and Tufairis, shukran so much for this insight on the Zakai focus. All the success until we speak again. Allah protect. Assalamu alaikum. My radio station, your radio station. Our radio station, the voice of the Cape.